Thank you for tuning in to the Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast. If you're enjoying what you're listening to and all my amazing guests have to offer, please consider supporting the show by subscribing to our Patreon. The link is at the bottom of the descriptions. All donations go to support our ability to continue to bring you fun and informative content. We can never do it without support from the listeners like you. So thank you. I appreciate you all. And without further ado... Welcome back to the Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast, where we talk about everything service industry related and whatever the hell else I feel like talking about. I am Rashawn Parker. Please go watch Beyond the Check Worker Owner Edition TV show, now streaming on Amazon Prime and Tubi TV. I have with me today one of my good friends for over a decade and a half almost, the one and only, the original, Ashley Joshua Hawks. What's up, dude? Oh, hey, you used my full name, sweet. I sure did. You, what you said. Thanks for having me on. What, what, what are we doing today? What are we talking about? Oh, you know, whatever the hell we want to. That's, that's sweet. That's the deal. I have some coffee. I, I understand you have coffee. Yes, and my lovely Foxy Loxy mug. So oh, nice. anybody who ever gets a chance to visit Savannah, Georgia, definitely check out Foxy Loxy. It's a cute, yeah. little, cute not, little coffee shop. Not filled with Foxy Loxy coffee, though, is it? No, it's just a Fox-themed coffee shop. Oh, another one. Third generation. No, in LA. Where'd you get the coffee in LA? By the way, Joshua oh, Hayhawk's coming to us from Los Angeles, yeah, California. Sunny, sunny California. So I guess near me is this place called Jones Coffee that's like owned by three generations of coffee roasters. The Joneses. Uh, they, well, just you know, various roasters. Is it hard for them, Is it hard for other coffee shops to keep people. up with them? I have no idea. I'd have to ask. <laughs> Sorry, I've yeah. never worked in a coffee shop, so I don't know. Yeah. I assume it's it's where you go when you're waiting for your next audition. Touche. Or to write or to write that screenplay. Or write that screenplay. Or to write that screenplay. Work on that band. Yeah. It's what matter once we get our band off the ground. <laughs> all sugar and honey. No, uh, uh, everybody who used to be an actor though, they they all drive Ubers now. So they're mm-hmm. not. I guess that's still a service industry, but who knows. I feel like it is. It's a good thing. You get tips. You know, cab driver, service industry, I feel like. That's all thing. Maids, maids in hotels, service industry. By the way, you are supposed to tip those people, it turns out. All right. Like, leave money on, like, the pillow or the nightstand or whatever. Oh, my God. Like, for the yeah, maid. For the maid. Not for whoever else you had, though. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, but I mean, my own. Uh, I guess we could talk about my own uh, little service industry experience. Yeah, you you worked in a restaurant once. I worked at several. So I've worked at a Pizza Hut. I give you some Walmart stories if you want to fuck Walmart stories. But that's a whole other thing. You worked at a Walmart. Uh, I worked at Walmart. So, huh. but I guess uh, where it all started was the winter of two thousand seven. Just to take you back, so it was, I guess, the end of some junior semester in college. But I worked at this little cheeseburger shack in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, which was fun and games. So it's this little place called Cheeburger Cheeburger, which is a chain what? now. But, uh, we got to, so I walk in one day. I'm getting paid like a dollar twenty-five as you do uh, an hour, and I walk in. And God, like, what year was that? Yeah, it was 2007. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my time, we Dang. had to fight the dinosaurs to get to work. <laughs> like no one knows what you're talking about. Okay, so you were getting minimum wage. Yeah, so I'm getting minimum wage plus like a little bit of tips. It's not it's not great, but 
I walk in one day and I'm just like, why is why is nobody here? Why is like half half the crew gone? And they're like, oh, so the manager last night stole Tig Red out of the safe. This is our last day. So, what? and so like I'm I'm just working like normal, like being happy to people because I'm a host at the time slash waiter whatever. I'm just being nice to people, being like, oh hey, you know, enjoy your day, you know, clean tables, whatnot. Everybody else just has a fucking shitty attitude. Can we curse on this show? Sure, okay. Okay, cool. So everybody has a fucking shitty attitude, and they're just being mean to customers, whatnot. And I start to notice that all the silverware is disappearing. I'm like, where's the silverware going? <laughs> it's going out the back door. <laughs> I mean, and so what had happened was we used recycle. An hour after close, everybody had decided, fuck this place. We're taking everything. So, so, you know, leader. it starts at the top, you know? And so... <laughs> well, I mean, when you're paying people a dollar twenty-five an hour to wait tables, well, come on. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, but... So, like, we, we took everything out of that place. Like, all the really good hamburger buns, gone. I got to go home with all the fucking milkshake syrups. I got a neon sign out of that place. Like, Man, that place got robbed from the days. ground up. Times. Nice. And then they finally caught that manager trying to skip the state, so... Hmm. That was my first little foray into restaurant dining. It's like, hey, if the place and then somehow that place up, became a chain. Yeah, huh? It's like, hey, if the place ever goes tits up, you get all the free milkshake syrups. So that's, I think that's moving forward. That's kind of what I look for in employment opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> is the, how much potential is there for cases of free milkshake powder? Oh yeah, man. Like I'm, I'm gonna go work at a KFC that looks like it's not doing too well because there's some stuff I want to walk out the back door with. Secret recipe. Secret recipe. Secret recipe. Go work at a McDonald's. Maybe we can finally get the milkshake machine. Or, or find out what's in that secret sauce. That's not oh, yeah. It's great. So that's kind of my foray into that. And then uh, I guess another semester I was, I was delivering pizzas, but that's a whole other thing. So when did you work at Walmart? I worked at Walmart in 2009. So that's when I moved to Savannah. So, I don't know, because I showed up asking for like a stock boy position, and somehow I became a cashier, which if you ever have to work at a Walmart, cashier is like the best job. You do nothing all day. You basically, you just sit there, you talk to customers, you just drink 20 Red Bulls and check everybody out real fast, and everybody loves you, and it's the best job. Hmm. Well, if, I'm ever, if, I, like if they paid you more, like I guess. Minimum wage at the time. Oh, really? And go Walmart at the time. So, I get it. Mm. And I never had to do their cult chant because I was never there at the same time. You were in school in 2009, too, though, weren't you? I was, yeah. So, you're working at Walmart. I and worked living. What, that was, that was your first year of grad school, 2009? Yeah. yeah. So, that was fun. We were in the same class at SCAD, FYI. Yeah. We hung uh, out. We did some uh, I don't think we met until, what, 2011? Something like that. Something like that. We were in a screenwriting class together, and you hated everything I did. That's because you have <laughs> You're like, what? No one's going to write a future screenplay in this class in two weeks? I guess I could just keep writing the same set pages. No, that was the adaptation class. So we had to find a book and like adapt the book into a screenplay. Yeah, okay. And I think I just picked a real bad book. Because he wanted us to pick something that we could actually adapt, right? Like, if we, when we were done, we could actually sell or get the rights to it, right? So, like, something not... I guess. 
not mainstream. So we had to find uh, like, you know, like, like Kindle books, you know, like random independent published books. Yeah. No. I should wear headphones for this because I can't hear you then. Sorry. <laughs> oh, well. Damn it, man. <laughs> well, it's probably That's just... being on the phone. Here, how about now? A little bit better, not by much. No, I was blocking my phone. Um, Sorry, we'll cut that out. Nah, I won't. <laughs> so that's what, like, what did you my, write for that class? Mine was like this, mine was the class? superhero adaptation. Like the guy was like remember. obsessed with like comic books or something, and so I was trying to like use his imagination. And he'd like half of it. He was like in a comic book, and the other half wasn't. I don't even remember. It was fucking. So that's stupid. the class where I wrote like three feature screenplays just because I had the free time. Uh, no, that was a different one. That was that was a different class. Okay. Yeah, that was Nolan's class later. the The adaptation class was with Meyer, I think. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I did Phil K. Dick's story, which... Uh, Phil K. Dick is difficult to adapt. What, the, what is... What, what? Phil K. Dick did this whole thing before Stephen King made it cool, which was do all of the drugs and then sit with a typewriter for a week. Huh. At least that's what I hear, not to, to mean Phil K. Dick, but... I mean, I feel like most of the great works were written by somebody who was highly yeah, intoxicated. Yeah, but if you go back and, like, even Blade Runner, like, you go back and you reread, like, do, you know, do Electric Sheep Dream, whatever the fucking title is. Do Android Dream of Electric Sheep. Jesus. I'm bad at titles. Um, and names. But <laughs> you go back and you read that, it's just like, what the fuck am I reading? And it's like, somehow they get Blade Runner all about. Ba-boom. Somehow. Uh, you're into ghosts. Josh is always, I am into ghosts. Josh I do love ghosts. wanted to make a ghost show. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't think they're real, but... But he likes the ghost shows. I'm open I'm open to the idea of ghosts. He's open to the idea of ghosts. So, I am really good with coming up with names of shows, and so we were talking, and tell me, you know, writing some comments or somebody respond to this, what do you all think about a Dinner with the Dead show? Where I take Josh, who doesn't believe in ghosts, to the most haunted restaurants to have dinner with dead people. Or ghosts, if you will. Indeed. And I feel like someone like me is who you want to take on your ghost show. Just because if you're going to convince anybody, it's somebody who's just like, I'm pretty sure ghosts aren't real. But, but. when you when you blink your eyes for a second and half your steak's gone, you might be oh. a believer. Because I'm like, who's who's who are the ghosts going to talk to? Like... The people who show up and are in the fan club and kind of cringy about it, or like someone who's like, I don't know if I believe in you. Like, who are you? Who are you going to mess with more? Probably one would think the non-believer, right? So, so like, I, I'm a ghost magnet at this point. So, so you're getting possessed, is what you're saying? Oh, That's... damn it! <laughs> not. I mean, you open yourself up for it. I better not. See, I believe that I just I keep the I keep the light bubble shining so bright around me that goes. <laughs> I just say like little trick I learned off of uh, what that show. Sure. It's it's that, more likely uh, to have like a time echo than it is to have like somebody who has their spirit just kind of lingering in the physical realm after they've passed on. I think it's probably just a reverberation, Same. like not the, like the full on like human soul that's left there, just like a little bit of it or something. I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so with this Dying with the Dead idea, Whatever. I believe your original pitch as well was getting a chance to look at some historical dishes, which was oh right, 
honestly one of the appeals because it's like okay how how did people used to live what was their favorite dish what would have been this part this person's last meal right like what would they have for dessert i want to eat that in the room where they theoretically died with you (laughs) it's like oh that was a steak 200 years ago You realize as well, like, it's going to be some weird shit. I mean, probably, you know, some weird puddings. They used to eat peacocks or something weird. Some sort of... Which I guess peacocks in the grand scheme of food isn't that odd, but... I think think they were worth more alive than they were dead, so I don't know if you're probably eating a lot of peacocks. Well, as you know, the peacock was just the pink flamingo before... I feel like you'd end up with a lot of old, like, European dishes, right? Like, spotted dick and, like... Right and, and whatever weird German pickled thing that was probably there. A lot of pickling, a lot of meat pies, a lot of meat pies. Irish around here, right? So, yeah, fish and chips. It's the traditional Irish uh, dish of fish tacos, obviously. Is that real? <laughs> oh, <fuck> no. <laughs> So it's what is it? Fish tacos the, the, and cabbage. The classic Irish ceviche, which is, which is which is just grandpa after a night at the pub. <laughs> I don't know. Sit closer to the mic. I can't hear you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I said um, uh, Irish ceviche, which is just which is just grandpa after a night at the pub. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so like stuff like that. <laughs> I'm for it. <clears throat> dinner with the di- dining with the dead or dinner with the dead. Beyond the check. Well, dining with hmm. the dead. Beyond the check. I think dining is more active. Dinner with the dead. It's more of an active word. Right. So that seems to be better. Your ing words. Dining with the dead. Mm-hmm. All right. It's, it's on. We'll find some haunted restaurants. Yeah. We're gonna go. Yeah. We're gonna go dine gonna with the dead people. What kind of ghosts do you want to talk to, though? Like, do you want to talk to people who uh, think that they they're actively being murdered, or do you want to mm, talk to like like, pleasant people who used to live around wherever? I mean, obviously, I'd prefer to hang out with like the pleasant ones, but I don't think it's really up to us, right? I think it's. I guess that's true. Find the restaurant and in the grand scheme of things, like if I woke up, who's there? Yeah. If I woke up as a ghost, I probably would want to wake up after, like, a nice, pleasant death. Not like, oh my god, I was murdered. Yeah, but I feel like the ones that stick, they're the ones who don't realize they're dead, right? So they usually are murdered, or like, you know. Well, I mean, do you want to be the asshole to tell them that they're dead, though? I mean, I feel like they've probably been told, like, a it's zillion like, hey, times dead, by a million tourists. And all the ghost shows that have probably already been to all the places we're going to end up going to. But no, That's true. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I I I've, I grew up in haunted houses, like for real haunted houses. So like, I, I used to be so freaked out by them, but then for real, like I try to keep that like literally that bubble of like white light if I'm in somewhere scary just around so that I don't have to deal with it because I just don't like dealing with it. Yeah, well, I mean, everyone's got like their glitch in the Matrix story, which is always fascinating. I mean, I've t- I've lived in this one haunted place on Thirty Third and Barnard. And man, there was like two ghosts. There was like this little kid ghost up there, and like this old man ghost up there. And man, like the little kid ones are probably the worst. I mean, they, it's not just that they're dead or that they're you know ghosts. It's also like you gotta deal with a little kid now. 
Yeah, and like, were, it was annoying. Like, the, the, like, okay, so there'd be like tapping. I had like metal shelving, right? And it was, she would, she, it, I don't know, would just tap on my metal. And I'd talk to her, be like, please, could you please stop doing that? Like, I'm trying to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, tap, tap, tap. Well, like, God damn it. Like, and it was the, like, it was the loft. It was a loft in this old, old, old Victorian house. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I would assume like an older child ghost would at least be better because they're like, I just want to play with like chalk. And then now it would be like, play baby shark. And it's just like, no, child ghost, I don't want to listen to baby shark again. They'd be like, where's my iPad? What's the Wi-Fi? Yeah, 50 years from now when people are ghost hunting, they'd be like, do you hear baby shark? I don't know. What are kids into? Is this a Blue's Clues? Oh, God, that would be awful. Is, so, uh, is Blue's Clues still a thing? It's just like, hey, can we watch Dora for the 17th time? It's like, no. Dora. Dora. Because they never grow up. So it's like, yeah, maybe the house is great, but you'll never get rid of them. <laughs> like, so you have to tell people I keep waking up in the middle of the night house. and the Lego movie's playing again. Duh, every night. Okay, so like some older ghost kids are okay, but like the younger ones, like that, they can fuck off. You know, not the babies, just the, the screaming, crying ghosts. Oh, my God. It's like, play Boss Baby again. And it's like, Boss Baby hasn't been on Netflix for 40 years. You know that. <laughs> I've never seen Boss Baby. Yeah, I enjoyed the club. It's a good club. I just know it's there. I know I know it's it's ready to pop out. Does it's Boss like Baby smoke a cigar? Because, like, like, in the old oh like, Looney Tunes cartoons... You remember? I know. You know, like the the little thug baby who smoked the cigar. I was like, yeah, it's like this. Fisher, yeah. Fisher Price cigars. Yeah, that would not happen now. No. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if you cigar. can even still watch that Looney Tunes, right? Or they like ban them because you're like turning into like a lollipop or something. There. Baby puppy. It way was to drinking too. Life. That baby drank. It was like drinking oh, a beer God. and like smoking a cigar. I don't think this is the the PG G rated boss baby that the original creators envisioned when they were ripping off Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, but you know, it's neither here nor there. I just love I, I love I love smoking babies. I don't know. I, I don't think you're gonna get your animated cigar smoking baby anytime soon. I'm afraid. I Probably don't not. think they make that well, kind of content anymore. He was in, uh, he was in, um, he was this uh, latest, like, probably the last appearance was in Framing Roger Rabbit. Well, yeah, I was going to say, but even that's played for laughs. Yeah, it's all played for laughs. But I, but what I'm saying, I don't think you could even, like, put, you couldn't even play it for laughs anymore. What do you think the limitations are on just animated films at this point? Can't show cigars. I mean, for kids, anyway. We're not talking Family Guy. We're talking, like, you know, Pixar, right? Well, yeah. Well then, say to Jedro, I don't know how we got on this topic, but okay. I don't know either. But we're there because we talk about you know yeah, the service yeah. industry and whatever else the hell I want to talk about. And right. Here, here we are. Like talking when the, about when the aliens finally show up, like what are what are we going to serve to them? Like if when and I'll pose this question to you. So oh, the aliens show up and they say, okay, give us Earth's greatest dish. We, give us quintessential Earth. That's easy. You give them you give them Gordon Ramsay's uh, beef Wellington. Of course. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> isn't that going to create like a huge thing where every single culture is going to be like, no, we have to have our dish? No, I think I think the world would pretty probably agree that Gordon Ramsay's beef Wellington is probably the greatest thing on the planet. So I don't know if that would be our signature dish. 
You don't think? Well, what would you think would be the signature dish? I don't know, because it seems like the majority of the planet just eats dirt and, and poverty, so maybe that. Mm, I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we are kind of shitty to each other, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little bit, but... You, you don't need a podcast. Pizza? Pizza? I have, I have no idea. Pizza? It's, it's a universal food or noodles. Like It's one of the, like, you know, staples, so it's going to have to be noodles, pizza... Or Gordon Ramsay's Beef Wellington. So I mean, if we're going by really just pure averages, it probably is something Chinese, just because there's so many of those people on the planet. That... Well, you know, if you if you if you try to think of like what crosses cultural boundaries, and you, it can be found in every culture. Well, fried chicken, then. Fried, well, fried, fried, fried chicken. Every culture has their version of the sandwich because it fills the same niche. You need to be able to like have a to-go food for lunch, which. I guess usually in the West came out as a sandwich, but you know you also have almost everything else. Pitas. You got your tacos, samosas, your dumplings. You got all this other stuff stuff stuffed inside of bread. Well, yeah, I mean meat pie has been around forever. So, fried chicken, pizza, (laughs) some sort of noodle dish. We can't just pick one dish. I think. Or, I mean, it might have to be a buffet. You might just be like, "Hey guys, welcome to Earth. Here's a buffet." (laughs) Have <laughs> what you want. Welcome to Earth. Here's McDonald's. Just brunch. Sorry, brunch. we didn't invent anything else. <laughs> brunch. Hey, aliens. Welcome to brunch. You want a mimosa? Oh, ne- God. Never ending. Never ending, guys. They'll probably be for that. Okay, so that's that's decided then. That's the quintessential human dish. It's just, it's not even a dish. It's just brunch. Currently. Yeah. Currently. <laughs> Currently, who would be brunch? It's like here, we, we've nominated Elton John as our go to uh, speaker, yeah. and we're going to do brunch. Okay. I feel like before, back in the day, it would have been supper. Right. Which is like. Well, I mean, back in the day, if it was America, you just do what? Thanksgiving dinner? Well, if it's an important like meal, if it's, an, if it's an important get together meal, it could have happened on any night, and it would happen at supper time. Right. So everyone would come for supper. And... You'd have, right, a, you'd have celebratory suppers, right? Like you had the like, Last Supper, right? Yeah. So that was a big one. Um, a lot of suppers. And then you had dinner later. Like, dinner wasn't even supper. Supper was supper. Right. So I think we're, what we're coming to is we're agreeing it depends on where they land. Yeah, probably. Probably. No. But still, brunch. Like, just the food will be different. <laughs> yeah, brunch is very popular everywhere. Brunch is popular everywhere. <laughs> Everyone likes brunch. Everyone they likes just brunch. They just don't know it. That's right. Even in like third world countries, for some reason, there's like an extra bowl of rice like yeah. on Sunday. And then you get to explain to the, the alien overlords how it relates to hangovers, because I'm not explaining that shit. Well, they'll get it after they have the bottomless mimosas. <laughs> they'll understand. Well, they're gonna, they're gonna, they'll learn by doing. Yeah. And then they'll, probably, like, oh, they'll, okay. they'll probably be like, I'm never doing brunch again. I mean, that was fun, but whew, man, I was out by four in the afternoon. Woke up so with the worst headache ever. <laughs> we're going with the late night drunk pizza and brunch as our answers. Oh, I'm still Gordon Ramsay's Beef Wellington, but you know. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. You do, you. Probably pizza if I really had to pick one. Like, Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's a question of like, do you go hoity-toity with it? Do you... Do you go with, oh, the aliens are here, we have to get, like, the best chef, or do we just, like, pull a name out of the hat? Right, but then here's the problem, even within pizza. Is it, what type of pizza? What are aliens going to be most into? New York-style, Chicago deep dish, like, hand toss? (laughs) 
Well, it's also a question like, okay, they've invented intergalactic travel. Do they still eat meat? Like, is that going to be like a huge deal breaker? I mean, they mess with cows enough. Like, well, the, the granted, granted, they throw out the all the good parts when they're done with them. So they took out all the good parts. They throw right. They did. They they, they like they like take all the reproductive Stasis organs and then just and, and then just chuck the, the carcass back in the field, right? So, with all the, with all the fillet, the everything's still in there. Oh, like you're right. Maybe yeah, they, they don't eat meat because the they're. I don't think it's an intergalactic McDonald's. They're literally wasting the good parts of the cow for no reason. Well, maybe they don't know that. Well, someone should tell them. I mean, they're I they're traversing the universe. One would think they could figure it out. Well, it's also a question: if they're not carbon-based life forms, they may not even be able to eat anything. Which, I mean, given our unique bacteria, they probably shouldn't anyway. Probably not. They could at least, instead of just dropping it in a field, they could drop it off at a homeless shelter or something. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah, I mean, they can do the intergalactic <laughs> debris and pick up some brunch. and Right? And maybe your food would actually be hot when it got to your door. Because it moved at light speed. Well, that's also true. Yeah. Well, that's the question with aliens, right? Like, are they actually just, like, time travelers from the distant future, just coming back to check some shit out? And also, do all the actors who are currently Uber driving want the aliens coming here and taking their jobs? I don't think they would. Those are real questions that need to be asked. But, I mean, at that (laughs) point, you have free energy, right? So no one would have to work anyway. Just get robots to do it. I mean, that's the goal, right? Yeah, but you got to make sure that the robots don't have a robot uprising because if they do, oh god, we will it, we will one hundred percent deserve whatever they do. I don't know if we'll make it to Terminator. Uh, think- I don't think we'll make it to Skynet. I'm thinking more like you know Star Trek and maybe a bunch of like um, uh, oh, yeah. droids ru- droids running around. You know, like that's more Star Wars, but yeah, no, st- no, the uh, data. Data from Star Trek, Next Generation. Data. Right, you're thinking uh, androids, but androids. even that was. But he had a bad yeah. one too. He had there was the evil data. Yeah, but they made him a crew member because it was obvious he was alive. They weren't going to put a bunch of datas in the fucking factory and be like, "Hey, sorry that we enslaved you for thousands of years." <laughs> Valid point. There was only one. Maybe maybe avoid the slavery part. Right. I mean, kids not to be a good idea. But Josh, the robots need to feel important too, so they need to have jobs. So <laughs> they don't have jobs, they won't feel important. Which is actually the truth of humans too. So every you're still going to have to have something for people to do, or they will just go haywire. Well, that's the Star Trek uh, philosophy, right? Like everybody doesn't have to work, so they just go somewhere. Do stuff. Like we've seen everything here. We're bored. Just go somewhere. Go find some new things. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where nobody's gone before. Yeah, gotta and do something. Tender and Walmart. <laughs> yeah, because you know that's who that's who's gonna and the who's ultimately gonna have to finance like the the Star Trek voyages is like Tender and shit. Where it's just like, oh no, just go get them signed up for Tender, guys. Interstellar okay. dating. It's the future. There you go. I mean, if you thought there were, if you thought there weren't enough fetishes here on Earth, welcome to an entire galaxy of weird, weird shit. Swipe left or right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, with your mental computer. Blink left for yes, right for no. (laughs) That's probably probably more like it. 
just find the alien species that finds arms offensive or something and it just sparks a war. Because that's what it's going to be, is like the first like alien war is going to be something stupid. Uh, I think like you put ketchup on burgers, uh, we have to annihilate them. You know, it's going to be dumb. I said butter toast down. <laughs> no, butter toast up. It's like we don't butter our toast after the space pope 600 years ago said it was heresy. I, I will put pineapple on my pizza. <laughs> you will not put pineapple on pizza. Civil War. <laughs> to pineapple or not to pineapple? That is the question. All in favor say aloha. No. Aloha? I like pepperoni and pineapple. See, with broccoli, which is super weird. Is the beef wellington just going to be an intergalactic insult? Why would it be a galactic insult? I don't know. If you're eating meat, I would just assume that that's probably something that's not really kosher out with the aliens. Uh, I mean, I one would think so, but again, you don't know. So they yeah, are they are throwing out all the good parts. It's so. complete conjecture at this point. Or what if what if cow eggs are like caviar to them? Like you know, we'll just like go steal the eggs of fish. Maybe they're just stealing the cow eggs. They only want the caviar. Think the, they think the rest of it's trash. They're just like, give us the balls and the eggs. We're good. <laughs> like, yeah, we're we're just here for Denny's guys. Thanks for <laughs> all the news coverage and everything. Yes, we know it's first contact. And we're aliens. Yes, I have um, no idea we how we got here. We're we're here for the IHOP. Sorry, we heard they have burgers now. Right. So that's what gets it. Maybe it's, I mean, IHOP, best pancakes in the galaxy. Right. Well, then, of course, that always prompts the question of, okay, so you've got somebody who's time traveling from 50 years in the past. What do you show them in food now? Gordon Ramsay's beef. Oh, my God. I don't know. Just the fact that a taco can be anything. Anything can be a taco if you believe hard enough. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. What would you show them for fast food, right? Like, well, what? You just show them how much smaller Big Mac is now. I know. Like, the, the Big the Mac. Burger? There wasn't a Big Mac 50 years ago, but it was bigger. Well, Sam. Well, you see, I say 50. You're thinking 1950s. It's actually 1970s. Right, but when did the Big Mac come out? I don't think the Big Mac came out till. Oh, I don't know. I could look it up. Right? I don't know. We should Google that. Google it. Same time as the Whopper, I'm guessing. Uh, I think the Whopper was around for a while, but yes, I'm talking out my ass. My entire <laughs> fast food knowledge encompasses mostly Sonic and Dairy Queen, but really? for different reasons. Hmm. Taco Bell, Wendy's, Burger King, my jams. Taco Bell. It is, in fact, the healthiest fast food you can find, depending on what you order. They did a study. <laughs> okay, have you heard about Jack in the Box? You guys tried In and Out yet? Oh, it's um, about we don't have In and Out. In and Out, okay. So In and Out's okay. Is it good? Is it? Yeah, I mean, is it's it... okay. It's compared it's to like fresh food. it's cheap. Well, like a Shake Shack. I wouldn't shack. wait in line for it. Well, like compared to like a Shake Shack, like or like a... I feel like they're they're most similar, right? It's kind of that flat. Yeah. Double. I mean, Shake burger. Shack is just more expensive, but. I know, I've got to be crucified for saying I just think In-N-Out's just okay, but it's just okay. <laughs> you wouldn't like, be the first. On, 
You wouldn't be the first. Come on, guys. It's, it's just grilled onions. It's, yes, animal-style fries. That's great. Mm-hmm. They're called loaded fries. You can get them anywhere. Though I do, uh, uh, Whopper is probably my favorite. God. Yeah. No tomato, heavy lettuce, no cheese. No cheese. Sorry, See, wouldn't no. that be the litmus test, though, is you just give somebody from the 1970s an impossible burger and be like, what, what do you think? Like, no. don't even tell them what it is. I think if somebody from the 1950s even ate any fast food burger, I don't think that they'd like it. Right, but I'm saying 70s, but... Sure. I mean, I guess anybody... A McDonald's hamburger is fucking delicious, right? Like, but it's... Mm. But it ain't real. You know, compared to, like, and I bet, like, in the... You know, even in the 70s, it was more real burger, right? No. No? Well, I would assume so. Yeah, like before before he turns all the milkshakes out of ice cream and into powder, right? Like, I'm sure the burgers were better before what's his shit took over and ruined it all with his powder, yeah, well, powdered okay. milkshakes. <laughs> Taco Bell had to come out and be like, "No, it really is beef, guys." Like the fact that that was even a question, right? I think if you look up Burger King's hamburgers, it is like a large portion of soy, like in, oh, the, in, in the burger as filler. Most of them. It's that forever question, right? How much sawdust can you put into a Rice Krispie treat before people notice? <laughs> How much can you? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look it up. I just there's some meme on the internet where it's just some kid who did that for a science project, which is terrifying. But you well, know. yeah, because back in the day, you used to. That's why we have regulations so that you don't try to cut your cereal with sawdust. Oh shucks! You mean we weren't supposed to use sawdust and cooking products? Man, wish somebody would have told me. Guess we got to redo it, everybody. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we're My sorry. Bad. I thought it was going to be okay. I thought you guys were into sawdust. I thought it, you know, mm-hmm. more filling. Yeah, you seem to really like it. Just you know, well, egg on my face, I guess. You've no been eating sawdust. it for ten years. No real complaints till now. <laughs> it's the kids that really love it. <laughs> I mean, the more sawdust, the, the more sugar, there. right? So. Yeah. Well, gotta let's the, be honest. Got to hold the balance. No, no one's getting a happy meal for the burger. They're getting it for the toy. Let's be honest. True. True. Oh man. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> Josh might be coming here to visit here and uh, soon and hanging out for months. So, we on are hopes. Hope, on hopes. And uh, his lovely fiance, who you might have heard on episode four or five. Uh, and we're oh, gonna do, we're gonna we're gonna do some uh, we're gonna do some some vegan things, so it's gonna be fun. Oh, and, vegan's fun. Yeah, and Josh is gonna be a puppet. Puppet. Yeah. Do you remember the name of the the puppet? So we're gonna make it. We're, we're gonna do a cooking show with a puppet for kids. I don't know if you ever came up with one. I did. Did you? I didn't write it down. I told you to write it down. Snips tips. Oh, that's it, yeah. Okay, so you did write it down. You do listen when I talk. I did not write it down. It's still in my head. <laughs> Snip tips. <laughs> cooking with right, snips. Well, that, cooking with the snips. The compliment I was going to give you, I'll keep to myself, though. So maybe the full sh- series could be cooking with snips, and then we could take little uh, ads out of it, and we'll call them snips tips. I'll <laughs> make those 30-second things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. do you want to know how to beat an egg? Here you go. Snip tips. 
Or you wouldn't think you'd have to teach somebody, but if the mm, pandemic has taught me anything, is that some people don't know how to cook, strangely. The, the, the basics are key, and most people don't know those things, which is what keeps them from cooking. Or at least, like, in Jordan's case, you know, if she had, like, just, like, if she would just go watch the very simple videos, she would probably do it, but... It's usually oh, yeah. whole recipes, and she all she wants to know how to do is crack the damn egg. <laughs> oh, that's the easiest thing on the planet. Yeah. This is why I don't own a microwave, but you know, toaster ovens, baby. Toaster ovens are where it's at. I've said it multiple so, times. Toaster ovens again. are great. Regular ovens fine. Just a microwave just makes things too easy, and then you, that's how you get fat. So don't get fat if you could help it. Unless you like being fat, in which case, good on you. I mean, I have the microwave to heat up my coffee. And make like oh really yeah that's about it oh man just you you can make cold brew just throw that in the fridge right but then I want it warm so I have to put it in the microwave okay baby so, Jesus yeah uh Bones you wanna come say hi he's sitting in the he's sitting in the interview chair across from me he's oh, sitting okay. in for you but I guess he's good uh cool all right uh you got any last words from uh sunny Los Angeles uh. No, it's always sunny. Uh, delivering pizza sucks. Sorry we didn't get to that, but uh, aliens, oh, so. Aliens, yeah. To 2020. They're, uh, well, it's 2021, Rush. 2022. But... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, time doesn't matter so, anymore. <laughs> what's time? <laughs> I don't know. Where are we? When are we? Where are we going? Are we making pizzas for the aliens yet, or uh, is Gordon Ramsay on this? Questions. Questions need to be answered. What's the question? Would they even need to eat? But yeah. I mean, hey, you started this whole thing with what would we give them? So I, well, I think I, I just assumed that they. Look, eventually, it's going to happen. The aliens are going to show up, so I just think we should be prepared. All right, brunch buffet. That's the answer. All right, later. <laughs> Good times. Good, Good times. times. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching or listening to this episode of Beyond the Checks podcast. Thank you to my guest. A. Joshua Hawks. He is A. Joshua Hawks. One of many. You platinum see him. And uh, please go watch season one of Beyond the Check Worker on Edition now streaming on Amazon Prime and Tubi TV because Tubi's free. It has commercials, but it's free and you can pretty much watch everything. Also, ALF is on there. And if you haven't watched ALF in a very long time or ever, go watch ALF on Tubi too. And But make sure you watch Beyond the Check. Also, season two coming in June. Uh, Josh? What's up? <laughs> yes, go go watch Overshot shit. <laughs> and uh, you'll be here soon. So. Indeed. Thank you for having me on. Hey, cheers, buddy. Say hello to LA cheers. and Alana. All right. Woo, we're out. Bye, Peace. buddy. Bye, buddy.